ever listens to me. I don't know what you're talking about. So I feel like he just started it. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> he does that sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, we start. Uh, we typically start off with just talking about any random bullshit, like something that happened to us during the week, any sort of particular subject matter we wanted to discuss. Let's say there's something that was bothering you. You could just go off on really any old topic. Eventually, we probably start like uh, getting like a random topic generator and we ask each other random questions. Six inches. What? That's how much heart I have. That's how much heart you have? <laughs> heart you have? Yeah, bro. Six inch club. Fuck yeah. Invisible high five. <laughs> <laughs> That's I right. have a whole inch and a half of pinky toe clit. <laughs> Man, I should have seen that one coming from like a mile away. I don't know what it is. What it is about that that you were obsessed with. That's a it's lot of bean fault. to flick. It's your That's fault. That's a lot of bean. <laughs> I've seen that pinky toe. We're going to need a bigger bean. That, is a, that thing is the size of a silver dollar. um so uh when do we want to talk about like why we've been gone for so long i'll start i'll start you'll start you'll Uh, explain (laughs) give us the whole story (laughs) all right guys so some stuff happened and then it didn't happen and now they're back but they got me. Hey, you're welcome. Done. Welcome to the Joysticks and Lunatics podcast, everybody. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that extensive <laughs> discussion. We're back plus one. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been we've been gone for the time that we have because we've been working like crazy hard, and uh, a lot of us have been doing overtime, and just the the scheduling just didn't work out for us. Were we planning on doing just every two weeks? Oh, yeah. I guess we should probably mention that. This is now turning into a bi-weekly podcast. Um, only because, like, yeah, like Peaches had mentioned, things have been a little um, busy on everybody's front. We kind of figured that we'd be able to make time a little bit easier if we made this a bi-weekly podcast instead of a weekly podcast, just so that everybody has enough time to try to work it into their schedules. So, so the bi-weekly thing is something that we did uh, at the beginning of the podcast. We decided to try the weekly podcast, but um, we just need more time to play the game. We need more time to get the podcast actually ready to go, and it helps gives us a little give us a little bit of flexibility when we're working. So gives us a little bit more time to plan, a little bit more time to, you know, get in the right headspace, to cry, to play the game, you know, things like that. It's <laughs> it's all all important stuff. You know what I bet you they're really wondering right now? Who is this weirdo? That, that's probably a really good question that they have right now. I wonder that every time I hear your voice. That's yeah, <laughs> so we got a brand new person to join the podcast here and uh, I have no idea who the fuck he is. So, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, he just kind of joined. It, like he just hopped into our recording out of nowhere. I would really like to know who you are as well. Yeah, he's still in my house. He won't leave. That's right. <laughs> I'm under your bed. 
I hear you, Nate. Toots. It's a plat. It's a platform <laughs> bed, so there's no way to get underneath it. Don't worry about it. By under your bed, I mean I'm underneath you while you sleep. Directly underneath you. I was wondering why something was lumpy. You feel that little, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you feel that little lump. That's right. Uh, My gamer tag is condolences. My name's actually Josh. (laughs) What's your social security number? (laughs) (laughs) If you want it, you got it. (laughs) I am an engineer. I play video games, but Banjo is my best friend. So there's that. That's I, I slapped my way on here. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you pussy. So, uh, it's not who you know, it's who you blow. That's right. <laughs> Take a shot in the mouth, and then you're stuck. And then you're given a shot on the podcast. Anybody got a random topic queued up? Well, I have a random topic generator here. But it's stupid. I don't like it. Okay, you don't like it? Okay. No, it um, just gives one words, and I don't like it. And the one that I found that gives, like, actual sentences are stupid sentences. Like, stuff that you would do at an office, not stuff that you would do on a funny podcast. So, this might show your age in some ways, but uh, what was, like, your favorite cartoon that you watched as a kid? Like, what age of a kid? I'm still a, a kid. At heart, like so. mentally okay am yeah. i just gonna pick like a random age here yeah do it. uh fucking 10 years old cat dog cat dog was good cat dog yeah, fucking cat loved dog. cat dog yeah, yeah. out on the highway back in town gotta get together gotta sing this song cat dog cat dog i was well i think that answers the question pretty extensively I've, I've watched it once or twice. Is that everybody's answer? Cat dog? <laughs> That's one of them. No. I've, I watched no. a, an in, in proportion, non-proportionate. <laughs> I watched a shit ton of cartoons in my life. What um, was your favorite out of those? Besides like King of the Hill. Well, King of the Hill is a favorite, but that definitely was not when I was 10. D- 10 was about when I was watching... Cartoons like Cat Dog, All Real Monsters, Doug, Rugrats. I was gonna say Rugrats. Yeah. Oh, definitely Rugrats. Yeah. Freaking Doug. And Hey Arnold. I always liked uh, American Gladiator. Was that a cartoon though? American Gladiator. Oh, American Gladiator was super cool. It it wasn't like a cartoon though. It was live action, right? If we're talking about showing her age, there's one for you. Oh, yeah. What about oh, yeah. the, what was the name of that show? The the Guardians of the Temple? Oh, hell yeah. Guardians oh, yeah. of the Hidden Temple? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Guardians good. of the Hidden Temple. Yep. So good. I watched a lot of Static Shock. Oh, God. Static Shock. I remember that shit. Is that the one where it was terrible graphics and they just like went into a video game? No, 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 no. That was Code Lyoko. Okay. And nobody fucking remembers Code Lyoko except for like you and me. Yeah, I remember. I remember it because my one of my friends uh, he watched it like crazy, but I just could never get into it. Oh, what about Cyber Chase? Anybody ever watch Cyber Chase? Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god, that is my language right there. Oh, I loved that show. Cyber Chase, we're moving. We're beating hacker at his game. (laughs) (laughs) It's C Y B E R Chase. <laughs> what was the name of that cartoon? Was it was it reboot? 
Yeah, oh, reboot I remember was reboot. another Which one, but up, I never really watched that one all that much. I watched the fuck out of that, like, so much. It was a very strange... Yeah, it was. very strange show. What was... Oh, uh, what was the name of that one? I think it was, I think it was called Redwall. Yeah, I used to watch Redwall all the time. Did anybody else ever watch Redwall? This looks really familiar, but no, I never watched it. It was. This looks like um, what was that Disney uh movie? The Secret of Nim. Yeah, The Secret of Nim. That's what this looks like. This looks like The Secret of Nim. I was just gonna say, if you Google Redwall, it just shows you a Redwall on Google. Just so you know. <laughs> it's all, it's, it's it, it, it actually that is actually true. <laughs> but of course, you have to spell it right. That's the only thing. Because because okay. I spelled it as Red Wheel, and I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> Did you, you put the H in there and everything. No, it was just Wheel, like W E A L L. It's a W. W (laughs) It was a W attached to an eel. Basically, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I used to watch the shit out of the Little Mermaid cartoon. Fucking A, I loved that cartoon so much. Like, not not just the movie. Like, obviously the movie, but they had a TV show cartoon, and that show was good. I don't know if you all watched it, but uh, I was a huge fan. It was my favorite TV show. Uh, was the Fairly Odd Parents? Oh yes, oh, absolutely. Yes. I I will still watch that. Same. Like, uh, Fairly Odd Parents was my favorites, next to something like SpongeBob SquarePants and yeah. uh, the Wild Thornberries. Yes, Ooh, the Wild just- Thornberries. <laughs> <laughs> Banjo's the only one that could do that fucking voice. (laughs) Fun fact about the wild thornberries flee from Red Hot Chili Peppers plays Johnny. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, to uh, circle back, that bunny is jacked. Dude, I'm telling you. (laughs) What is the deal with anamorphizing animals and making them sexy? Like, I don't get it. I mean, you don't you don't get furries? I mean, I get it. 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 Oh, I but, get it. Like, these are supposed to be children movies, and I don't know. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying, look at that beast right there. I'd fuck him. Who would not fuck him? I wouldn't. Look at you. Goes, his face droops. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? If it droops. No, thank you. I mean, these are these are some of my first crushes growing up. Yeah. Oh, Robin Hood. The, oh, Robin the Hood? Disney Rob, Robin Hood. Yeah. Like the animal Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my yeah. mom hid that tape because she was sick of watching it because I'd watch it a hundred million times. And mom's like, it just disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. Every time you watch it, you're always rubbing your belly on the carpet. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Real talk, though, the very first crush that I remember was David Bowie from The Labyrinth, him and his big old bulge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gee, is that why we see the gif of his bulge just helicoptering <laughs> in the fucking Discord? <laughs> is that why we see that? I didn't it's realize. helicoptering in my mind all the time. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who my first crush was? No. You remember that Atlantis movie? Dude, that freaking white-haired chick on there? That old lady? <laughs> yeah. The old lady? That's right. Or the guy with the mustache. 
Oh my god, I love the explosives expert Dude, from that movie. He can give Look. me a mustache ride anytime he wants. Anytime. I'll tell you another. This is going to be unpopular opinion, but fucking Ursula from Goddamn. Those Little tentacles Mermaid. can do Ooh. some things to me, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah, they can. What do you mean, unpopular opinion? That's just not a. Well, I, I mean, she's like, like in She's general. like a sex symbol. What are you talking about? Yeah. Sex yeah, symbol? She is. <laughs> Maybe. I guess for the C. <laughs> or no one can see you. Just completely blindsides them. Sex symbol. <laughs> as, as long as she stays under the sea. Poor unfortunate soul. So sad. In need. This one wants to be thinner. This one wants to get the girl and do I help them? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. All right. We're going to turn this back on track. This is about like as derailed as we ever get, I feel. All right. Well, that all that out of the way. Welcome to the Joysticks and Lunatics podcast uh season two. Don't know why we wanted to make it season two. Probably because there was a huge... Uh, a gap in between uploads, but we are back and I would say better than ever, but I guess that's all up to, uh, to, to you guys. We're just back with our normal, uh, regularly scheduled tangents. Yeah. I am Benjamin dude guy. I am overpowered peaches. I am Guinea pig poop. And I am condolences. And we got somebody, uh, brand new joining us today. I don't know what he does, but he's there, and yeah, that was Condolences. his name. I don't know what he does, but he's he's sorry he's for it. He's there. <laughs> I'm just sorry for being here in general. <laughs> sorry. But yes, now that we are back, uh, I would like to take a little moment to say sorry. Um, the last episode of the first season, we had mentioned that we were going to play Slime Rancher, but that uh, has that ship done sailed. Actually, no, that never aired. No, uh, we didn't record it. Turnip Boy, Turnip Boy never aired. Turnip Boy never uh, aired. Yep. Oh, you're right. Okay. The, well, there's a lost episode where we talked about Slime Rancher, so that ship done sailed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was the labyrinthine episode. Uh, after that, we had said that we were going to do the the game Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion, and we played that and recorded it for the podcast, but we never we never aired it because stuff came up and uh, all of us were working way too fucking hard at our normal jobs. It was just a significant enough time in between there, so we decided to start kind of fresh, get a new game, whole nine yards. And uh, here we are. Yeah. So Turnip Boy commits tax evasion more like we committed game evasion by not uploading that one. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. What game are we talking about this week since we decided to say fuck it to Slime Rancher and decided on something? (laughs) Not Slime Rancher. God damn it. (laughs) Turnip Boy. (laughs) Yeah. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. We decided to say fuck it to Turnip Boy commits tax evasion we decided to to talk about something else what game did we play this week valheim he earth and home (laughs) (laughs) 
saying you didn't miss a beat. No. Nope. <laughs> no. I was I was setting that up for banjo. Um not not for your shenanigans. <laughs> Well, look, I was told that I had to use my pronunciations for the entire podcast as well as sing it all. So I guess I should have sang that. That's right. You messed up. Welcome to the Joy Six Lunatics musical episode. Valheim. <laughs> this week we played Valheim Hearth and Home, developed by Iron Gate Studio, published by Coffee Stain Publishing. On the Unity engine, you can get it on Windows or Linux. It has been early access since February the 2nd, 2021. It's a sandbox survival game that you can play on single or multiplayer. What was the reception for this one? I don't know. Let's look it up real quick. Yeah, I didn't fucking put it in the notes. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I thought I told you that that's what it was. Yeah, you Um, did. And then I said I didn't put it in and I just never went to actually put it in. (laughs) he stayed true was there any other game that iron gate studio made or was it just valheim no actually i'll get into that in the development but currently valheim hearth and home is the only game uh created by iron gate studio what about the publisher the publisher i know just by the name coffee stain publishing is also responsible for publishing goat simulator so that's a thing I remember that because they're like their publishing house, like in the game Goat Simulator in the first town that you're in, you can actually come to a building that is the coffee stain publishing house that you can go in and just ruin everything. Since it's early access, I don't think it's going to have a reception the same way that other games have. There's nothing for it on Metacritic. Is there anything on Steam, though? Yeah, on Steam, it's... uh... All reviews are overwhelmingly positive. Recent reviews are very positive. That's all right. Yeah, so it did uh it did a pretty good job even though it's you said it was still an early access. And it really hasn't been out that long. It's only been out since February. IGN Nordic gave the game a rating of 9 out of 10. It says the game has excellent art and music highlighting a world that generates endless exciting stories. PC Gamer called Valheim a rare exception for an er- for early access games and that it is said that it feels refined and satisfying as it is right now. And that one guy, Steve, said, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things where when you release something for early access and then you get the full game, uh, sometimes even years down the road, it is always a question of whether or not they can get people to come back to this type of game. But the way that they have it all set up now it might just go the way of like Minecraft where they're still adding stuff to Minecraft yeah. and adding like different, different things. And people are still playing it like crazy. Yeah. Same so. with no man's sky. No man's sky has been out since 2016 and it's growing and evolving every year still. Okay. So I can talk a little bit more about the development of this game. Cause I had mentioned something about the iron gate studio uh, earlier. So, um, Going a little bit into that, it is currently under development, like you said, by a Swedish game development studio known as Iron Gate Studio, which was actually founded during the game's development. So the studio wasn't developed for the game. The studio was developed after the game's initial creation. And the reason why is because uh, Richard Svensson was the original creator of Elheim. The studio is actually co-founded by Richard Svensson and Henrik Tornvis. 
they were actually co-workers at a game development studio called Pieces Interactive. You may not know Pieces Interactive. Their games are, I wouldn't say obscure, but I know most people would probably recognize them for the games Magicka. Uh, Magico came out back in 2015 and it was like a mage game, uh, like a party mage game where you had all different buttons and combinations to create different spells and combine them for magic and whatnot. It was actually a pretty fun game. Uh, One of the first games that I actually got involved in uh, on Steam, but they were co-workers at this Pieces Interactive before Svensson decided to leave back in 2018 after working on Feud. Feud was the initial name of Valheim when he originally started doing it, and it was in his spare time that he started creating it, and he spent nearly a year on. When he started developing this game back in 2017, he then left Pieces Interactive in 2018 to work on Valheim full-time. And once he left, he convinced Tornvis to leave later that same year in 2018, and they both started working on Valheim full-time and thus became the co-founders of Iron Gate Studio. So Svensson actually originally started working on a game he called uh, Tol... Sorry, hold on. Tolroco. And he started putting his efforts in that game, but then he ultimately stopped working on that game to work on Valheim. So according to Tornvis, Svensson realized that it was redundant to implement stimulation systems for their own sake rather than for the player's sake. So with Valheim... Svensson wanted to make an open world experience, which is uh, where its simulations improved the player's experience. So Valheim was released in alpha in June 2018 and officially released into early access on February 2nd, 2021 with no final release date announced so far. So they're just going to keep creating systems to put in them. Continued support for the game is planned throughout all of 2021 and it involves the expansion of unfinished biomes as well as improvements to fundamental game mechanics. So that's pretty much the gist of it. Sorry I was a little scatterbrained there, but that is that is what I got for the development. Story time. Story time? Is this story yeah. time with condolences? <laughs> it's story time with condolences. That should be a segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> that better be the music, too. <laughs> just him on a chair like with a half half like open uh robe smoking a pipe just going hello hello listeners. now story time <laughs> there's my inner thigh so Belheim takes place in a world known as Belheim. go figure stop <laughs> Belheim being the name of the game yes so this is a place within the world tree which it has a name, but it's unpronounceable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to butcher it. You ready? So it's yeah. uh, Yeg Drazel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's pronounced Yggdrasil. Uh, no, it's Egg, egg Yeg Drazel. Right. I like Egg Drazel better. Egg Drazel sounds like a Viking breakfast. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so back to speaking about pancakes. No. <laughs> Drazel some yeggs on it. I'm not sure if this is foreshadowing or not. But so is that welcome. the new sex act? Is it a Viking pancake? Ooh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> a Viking pancake. No, 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 no. Nobody's supposed that. to go. Ooh, <laughs> to that. <laughs> All right, let's go. This is where you go when you are a Viking and you are slain, and you have to do this to enter Valhalla. 
So the Viking, and that's the Vikings equivalent to uh, heaven. Wait, so we're um, dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're dead. You ain't alive. Huh. The, did you not know that? Or you, <laughs> no, I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> So the player controls one Viking. You uh, get to create your own Viking, and then you walk around doing stuff, and basically a little raven will pop up and scare the crap out of you, and he'll tell you what you have to do and give you little tips and hints. With this, uh, there are multiple bosses that you have to take on, and I could talk about that during the gameplay, oh, yeah. but it do- it is relevant to the story because there's a number of bosses that you will... Uh, you will encounter and you will take on and that is the means for your character to get into Valhalla so these are bosses these are enemies these are bad guys that apparently stalk Valheim oh I I read that as Valhalla I don't know why (laughs) I was like how is they stalking Valhalla you're killing them in Valheim doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) but my my breaking brain beyond that uh, that's just a, an aspect of the story that uh, I feel is fairly relevant there. All right, so getting into the gameplay just a little bit. So you play as a fallen Viking uh, that is trying to get into Valhalla, and this is a uh, crafting sort of... It's uh, I would say this is like Viking Minecraft, to be honest. Yeah. So... Where This is where you have to collect resources in order to craft tools, you build shelters, you fight off against enemies after like a handful of days. Uh, eventually a, a bunch of enemies will spawn near where your bed is placed and they will come in and try to destroy just about everything that you have. Uh, so, well, pretty much, yeah. They don't, <laughs> that's the thing, that that's something that we talked about prior is that the the scaling of those waves are not something like uh, Seven Days to Die or some of these other games. The scaling of those waves don't increase. They kind of stay at like stable position where you fight the, you know, the same amount and the same type of enemies. It never really increases in difficulty. I'm on like day 46 or something. And, you know, the, the, the enemies I've been fighting are the same that I that I started out with. So it's not like they come in and they just eventually just wreck your shit. Anyways, this is a third person's perspective with uh, cooperative gameplay with up to 10 people. This is actually a question we were asking is how many people can be in a, uh, a server or a room at one time. And apparently 10 people is it? Yeah, 10 people. Wow. That's pretty good. I would say like thousands of people in one server. I'd love to see that happen. Like thousands of people trying to build like a society <laughs> in the game. And you create two factions and just have all out civil war. Yeah. Uh, they did that with Minecraft. Not so much the civil war thing, but they tried to do like a whole civilization thing in Minecraft. Uh, I don't know how it worked out, though. So this world is procedurally generated. Uh, It has a number of biomes, uh, meadows, swamps, mountains, plains, oceans. Everything has oceans. Uh, Mistland, black forests, uh, deep north, and ashlands, which these all have varying difficulty levels and are populated with different enemies, bosses, and items. Uh, Something I've noticed is you can have multiple black forests 
uh, and multiple uh, pedestals. So one way in which you fight the main bosses in order to get into Valhalla is you collect trophies from the enemies that you killed or, you know, the animals that you kill. You take these trophies and put them or sacrifice them on these altars, and then you face off against a major boss. The thing is with this game being procedurally generated, there are multiple pedestals you can place these on. So it's not just one pedestal that you have to go out and find. You can actually find these just about anywhere. And they all do the same thing. They all have the same effect. This is something I've noticed there. Oh, cool. uh, but not every single, not every single area is going to have that. So you're not going to find the elder. Uh, what is the second boss? The elder uh, boss that you have to fight. You're not going to find him in every single Black Forest. There's going to be. You know, some black forests that have just a certain amount of like things or items, just like you said, they all have like varying difficulty levels. Some of them only have like uh, particular resources and others. They have just boss fights everywhere. So. Oh, cool. Anyways, players can travel through the different biomes either on foot or on crafted boats uh, such as rafts and boats. Um <laughs> Interesting. Or dragging notes. a cart. In, in, yes, dragging a <laughs> cart where you stuff it full of iron and wood and then you slag through like the whole thing. And then you the hit a whole rock entire and it rips off you and goes spinning down a hill and smashing Yeah, if it's into already like damaged and the guy that happens to be pulling the cart is high at the time. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one then, that threw it off a fucking hill. It and then the girl fault. playing. Um, Always jumps on top of the cart to hitch a ride. Makes it harder for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So there's like a conflict between uh, the character model and that cart. And as you pull it along, it will actually slow things down. So it's kind of interesting there. Is there a friendly fire? Uh, there, there can, can be. be. Yeah. Then there won't be any complications. So, oh, okay, I see. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that the, the cart can be damaged by you. So if you turn around, uh, if you're going to shoot them with an arrow, better make sure you shoot them right. And if you try to hit them with an axe, uh, I guess don't do that. Because you will hit your cart and you will destroy it. Because the cart can be destroyed. That's the thing about the cart that I've noticed. The cart can be destroyed just by running it through rough land or running it over things. Uh, It doesn't always have to be hit by something. So... This game has uh, a unique food system. This is actually uh, a mechanic that I haven't seen in any other game, really. Uh, so you have to hunt, forage, and farm in order to progress. And its food system, it works kind of like this. What you eat uh, really affects your health and your stamina as you go. So if you eat nothing but meat, then your health will basically increase for a certain period of time. Uh, if you eat mainly fruits or honey or, uh, you know, what are those mushrooms? I don't know why that word escaped me. I don't That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you eat three different types of food and that will affect your health and your stamina there. There's another item. I don't know if they just added this or if this has always been there, but it's called a bukeberry. And you eat this, and it will make you throw everything up. 
So for your eating, you have three slots and you get uh, varying combinations of foods that you can eat to affect your health and stamina. Your bukeberry will allow you to reset that slot and you'll eject whatever you have in your stomach so you can try a different combination. So if you need more health when facing off against a boss, that's the kind of item that you would use. Also, it's called buke perry. Buke perry? Buke okay. perry, like puke berry. Oh. oh, okay. I was thinking berries. All right. That's weird. But I just eat, I just eat cheese for the same uh, outcome. I just guzzle Ipecac. Yeah. Does can nobody consume cheese? Good God! I can. No. I I'm not like this. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I still do it. Oh, dude. Oh, he does. I it. know everybody does. Why right. do you think I'm single? <laughs> <laughs> it's for hey, other that's reasons. That's not true. My husband is lactose intolerant. <laughs> okay. It's completely unrelated. To she cheese. was just like, "What's your excuse?" <laughs> yeah. Damn. What's your excuse? <laughs> You just got to find you a woman that likes the smell of farts. Oh, they're out there. I mean, <laughs> oh, I the internet it. exists. If there's if there's furries. There's anything. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. This has a skill system, which I've noticed that the skill system really doesn't do a hell of a lot for you. You can pretty much at the very start of the game, go and punch a tree that you will never be able to knock down and you will level up your punching skill. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, so or just jump oh, yeah. repeatedly. Yeah, exactly. You jump, you crouch, you run. Any of that will upgrade that skill. That's uh, like Morrowind. And of course, as you go, uh, you'll just you'll just have a harder time improving that skill. I don't know if you could really get anything to level a hundred because that seems to take a while as you go. Um, <clears throat> so this will affect the game mechanics, like how much stamina is used uh, when running, or how much a damage a spear will be when it's thrown so with the combat system of the game it is heavily inspired by other action games and makes use of one and hand, two-handed weapons um so shields bows spears the funny thing is is with the spears you actually only use one hand to to swing it what i've noticed is the only thing that you use two hands for is for the pickaxe nothing else you will one hand it like fell a tree just with a fucking stone axe just taking it down like this is a fucking beast that you're working with here so uh fighting requires stamina so it's important to keep an eye on how much you use uh running out causes you to attack slower and also if you're out of stamina and you're faced off against a troll this troll will fuck you up he will oh, bury you <laughs> not He'll also break kidding. your cart <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what happened. You were high and running throughout the meadows, and you're I like, la di da di da. I saw this... something large move. I turned around, and then I was dead. <laughs> I was that like, was basically it. That? I had to come in and like cover you to make sure you were okay. I feel like that was you with the skeleton there, Gimme. <laughs> There's you're skeletons? Too... Yeah. Yes. No way. The two run ins did not go well. They did not go well at all. <laughs> So something I actually just recently found out. Uh, so you get a map and a mini map in the game and you're able to uh, put down points of when you find something. So let's say you find a cave or something. 
uh, something of significance. You can uh, put down a point and name it and then go back to it later if you need it. I just recently got a cartography table. And what that does is you record your points that you made. And then another player can come along and look at the map. And it basically absorbed those points and the information from your map. So it's almost like just sharing information between. Because when you're uh, when you're playing with another person, you won't be able to share that information until you get the cartography table. That's super cool. I didn't know you could do that. And there's just a bunch of other shit that I'm finding out at like as you go, as you keep leveling up your weapons, you keep collecting newer different different items. You get uh, just a varying number of, of things. So I got a bronze axe. I went down and chopped down a tree that used to be too hard. And then I got a new different kind of wood. Uh, there's core wood, regular wood, uh, fine wood. Just all of this allows you to create bigger and better things as you go along. Uh, I think eventually I'll be able to build like stone structures and stuff. So it'll be interesting to kind of kind of see how all that works out. I mean, from first look that I had, it didn't seem like there was like a whole lot there. But as I just kept playing and kept building and kept collecting, like there's it, it, it just opens up like way up into like the stuff that you can find. So that is about for the gameplay. So let's talk about our own personal individual experiences. Yep. Uh, I will tell everybody uh our first experience playing together was we set each other on fire absolutely <laughs> it was not intentional <laughs> i laid down a fire pit and somebody ran into it don't say who it was multiple multiple times <laughs> don't, don't say whoever I it was was irrelevant at least once <laughs> <laughs> i set myself on fire and screamed let's just say the first thing you do when you play this game is you need to go into miscellaneous and you need to turn off the motion blur is bad. Oh no. Yeah. Screen uh, camera shake camera shake. That's what it is. It was, you, you just like walking and all of a sudden you just like, Hey, I'm going to pick up this rock. And then your screen just shakes like crazy. Yeah. It made me sick. I get not, I get motion sick really easy and it made me motion sick. I was like, I've got to do something about this or I can't play the game. Yeah, With I guess Banjo some didn't finer even adjustments, it. we fixed that though. Yeah, yeah I didn't oh, notice yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I was also uh, really high. Banjo, uh, <laughs> being as high as you were, the question is: Do you remember anything from your experience playing this game? Oh yeah, for sure. So, okay, so my experience. Okay, so I don't think I've played the game nearly as much as everybody else has. I've played a little bit by myself. And I mostly played uh, with with you guys when I put more time into it. I did play for about an hour and a half by myself in my own world that I had created. But that was after I had initially played with you guys. And, or sorry, Peaches. I played with Peaches initially. And he kind of helped me out with a lot of the stuff. Because apparently this game has a very steep learning curve. Uh, mm -hmm. If you don't know really what you're doing, then... It can be a little bit difficult. You basically just have to take a few shots in the dark to figure out what you can do and what you can't do and how to do those things that you, you can do. But luckily, I actually had my own little personal tutorial for it, which was super nice. Uh, playing by myself was a mistake. Just, just a big mistake. I mean, like you can play by yourself and you could probably play it really well. 
I did get kind of lucky when I played by myself because there was a lot of boars that were spawned towards uh, the initial start of my world because it's all like randomly generated. So my world was different from the one that I played with Peaches and everyone else. So I actually had some of the equipment and everything from my initial play with Peaches. So that made it a little bit easier because your character keeps all of their stuff that you have in your inventory and you can play that character on different worlds. You can start new worlds. You can play on other people's worlds and stuff with the same character and everything that that character has equipped or in their inventory will come along with you. But you also have to be careful because if that character dies on a different world or on your own personal world, you will lose all those items that you initially have if you do not get them back. And uh, you can get them back, of course, by going to where you last died and picking up your stuff. But if you are unable to, you're too far away from base, too far away from your bed, you can't get that stuff. That stuff is just gone. So I, uh, I got really lucky. I didn't know a lot of the stuff. I still don't know a lot of the stuff that they're talking about. A lot of the stuff that you can do in the game. I just stole their stuff out of their inventory crates. So thief. <laughs> you didn't steal it. I gave it to you freely. Uh, well, okay, fine. He gave it to me freely, but I didn't take the time to actually figure out how to do a lot of stuff. Like I know that you can get leather armor from deer hides and stuff, but instead of going out and hunting, uh, he just happened to have an extra set of leather armor lying around. So I just put that on and he would let me borrow a lot of the stuff that he had, like the bronze axe. I did not create my own. Uh, I didn't defeat the first boss. The first boss is how you get your pickaxe. He just got me a pickaxe. So I haven't actually faced off against any of the bosses. I've only faced off against little fodders, except for a troll who raffle stomped me into the ground and killed me immediately. But all in all, I really enjoyed the game. It's a lot of fun, especially to play with other people. Like it's kind of nice that you can give each person an individual job and they can go off and do their own thing. And you can work together to make the base bigger and faster and you can uh, have one person hunt while one person builds and stuff. Otherwise you are responsible for doing a hundred percent of that in your own game, which could definitely increase the amount of time it would take to beat this game, which already seems like it's going to take a long time to beat, even with multiple people because the bosses seem to be pretty difficult from what I understand. So I would definitely suggest giving this game a try, especially if you like sandbox survival games, it's really fun. Um, you might need to look up a little bit. I mean, the the Raven does kind of help you out with a lot of stuff, but sometimes it's trial and error. Like, you won't know that you lose all your items uh, when you die until you die. And then the Raven shows up and it's like, hey, I see you died. So it's it's fun. It is a fun game. Definitely one to play with other people. And if this is your thing, definitely decent for a single player uh, experience. Luckily, I got to experience both. And I would definitely recommend this game. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. You go Vikings. Um, I'd say Guinea. What was your experience playing this game besides taming boars and naming them Gooch and Chode? <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was gonna ask. I, I forgot what the other name was. <laughs> it's named oh, Chode. Gooch and Chode. <laughs> uh, so at first, like Banjo said there's a steep learning curve to the game. Uh, the Raven does tell you some things. Most of it, it's 
you're supposed to figure it out on your own. It's like reading a, a speculative fiction novel. You're supposed to figure out all the shit on your own, and I'm not good at that. So, like, the first maybe hour that I played the game, I'm complaining the entire way. I'm like, I do not like this. I don't know what to do. What do I do? <laughs> Finally, though, once I got the hang of it, once I figured out what to do, um, I it was really um, discouraging to have your inventory uh, deposit wherever you are when you die. Like, I get it. It's a common game mechanic to have your inventory deposit where you die and you have to go back and get it. I get that. But the game is so, um, it's so involved. So if you lost your pickaxe and you couldn't go back, if you were an idiot like me and just walked off into the snow and didn't know that I was dying, wasn't paying attention to what was going on. And so I died far enough in the snow that it's right about where you die, where you freeze to death. So I couldn't go and get my stuff because by the time I got to my stuff, I was frozen. And someone else can't get your stuff for you. So I was pretty pissed. I lost all of my stuff. But if you, like, say, lose your pickaxe, you have to go fight the whatever his name is that I can't pronounce, the deer head god again and get the deer antlers and make, if you didn't already have some more, and then to make another deer head axe or deer antler axe. Actually, just recently I figured out that you can pick up somebody else's stuff after they've died. Uh, that basically becomes like a little chest that oh, they can okay, open cool. up and they can take everything out. Well, but either way, if I went off yeah, into the that. snow, if I went off into the snow far enough for me to freeze to death, it would be far enough for anybody else to freeze to death too. So nobody else could go get it. Well, you, you just got to eat man. a ton of meat. You got you just got to chug a bunch of dicks. And then I run did. off into the snow. Hell. I no, did, no, in remember? the game. <laughs> but I did. Remember whenever I tried to get it, you told me what to do with the food, which I didn't know to begin with. And you told me, you explained to me through my complaining what to do with the food. And then I went and got it and I still died right before I got to it. Oh, no, I got to it. I remember I got to it and something glitched out. I was pointing my cursor to it and pressing E and it was not picking it up. I don't frozen. know. Yeah, I was probably frozen. So that was probably just a random fluke. So I guess I could have gotten it. It was just a random fluke. But I was like pissed off about that. I was like, I have to go get all this other shit. I don't even know what I'm doing. But, you know, after all that, <laughs> it basically when I got back on again later and Peaches had his entire community developed, and I didn't have to do any hard stuff anymore. <laughs> uh, I see. I was carrying y'all asses. No wonder my back hurts so much. <laughs> then I started making poor babies. I read, I was reading on the thing because there's really no, as far as I know, there could be something somewhere, but there's no like little frequently asked question or like a little, how do you do stuff? area of the game like a little notebook or something like that that just tells you the things you can do I, I don't think that there's anything like that on the game so I looked it up on the um, but I just looked it up on the fandom wiki found out you could um, raise and tame boars and I was like fuck yeah boar babies so I spent like I don't know two three hours making a boar pen and taming the boar babies and stuff like that and that was really fun um, overall, I, I like the game. Uh, it's definitely something I'm going to keep playing. It is frustrating, but I don't think that there's any game that doesn't have frustrating elements to it. 
I've also leveled up to the point now that I'm not like getting one hit by the little glizzy gobblers that come around and eat you up. They're not really called glizzy gobblers, but they might as well be. They might as well be. So it's a little bit easier now. So, you know, like it's sort of like reading a difficult book. If you just trek it through the first part, it's kind of difficult. It gets to the meat of the story. Then it's a lot better. Yeah, like then it. you just occasionally have to look up a word that you don't understand. Exactly. I'd yeah. probably give it a 7 out of 10. It's, it's really? a solid game. I think it's got a lot of potential, and I hope that they continue to uh, build upon it and just keep making it better. But it's already a really complete game. There's a lot to it. And finally, condolences. What would you say your experience of this game was? Because you did play with us. Yeah. Uh, I I really enjoyed the game. Uh, the beginning it was a little difficult because you kind of just got to walk around and punch trees and pick up rocks and. <laughs> I told you, Viking best. Minecraft is what yeah. that is. <laughs> Basically, you just drag your head on the ground until you can build your first item, and then once you build your first item, it gives you more recipes. So we we kind of learned after that. Um, my job. I was I went out when I was just doing hunting. One of the big things you find out in that game is nothing is just yours. You need to share with everyone. And like we went out, we found flint. I brought it back so we could have our spears for everyone. And then I was killing boars, so we had enough um, bows to go fight the first deer god. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did that backwards, but yeah, that that was probably one of my one of the fun times is fighting this deer god, sprinting while two people are trying to kill it while you're just trying to stay alive as it's shooting lightning from its butthole at you. <laughs> but yeah, it shoots I, lightning from all holes. Thank you very much. Yeah, sorry, I apologize for that. That's my fault. That's my fault. I was too busy trying not to die as you were gaining experience. <laughs> Don't you get shared experience though? I don't know. I just I just screamed a lot and <laughs> screaming level end, up. <laughs> at the end, I raised his head above mine. That's really what it's like, where you just go out and you just do some random thing. It's like level up. <laughs> well, I remember uh, the the very first time I started the game. Literally, the first thing I did was jump, and it leveled up my jump. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like instantly. Yeah. Um, and then I don't I don't know. Did you guys have to make more bases, or did you just run a long ways? We just ran. So I think it, it might be more efficient to build more base, like smaller bases by um, like areas where you know where resources are. You do have to be careful thing. of that because um, rated. for one, yeah, you can get raided uh, when you set your bed down. It will become a target for the goblins that come out, especially at night. And they will destroy it if you don't have any sort of wall surrounding it. Um, smaller bases would work um, if you can defend them like the way that okay. you need. That I have mainly sense. a big central base, uh, and eventually I will venture out from that, um, and I will go to like other lands, like on a ship. Uh, the biggest thing I just need something mobile to carry a lot of my uh, stuff with. To just so. get a guinea. What? <laughs> Make her be your pack mule, your yeah. pack mini. I would never do that. Sure, I would. Oh man, I, just I would just get a, a cart. I would just literally get a cart Aww. and drag it around the world. I would this use her and her chode. 
<laughs> well, okay, well, to, and her gooch. You have to put up with me. I would, I would take her gooch and her chode, and I would be like, "Let's go." You're carrying things. <laughs> Any other experiences you have? <laughs> Condolences. No. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, my experience with this game is I've gotten hopelessly addicted. I honestly think this is one of the funnest games I've played in a long time. This is right up my alley. It's everything that I want in a video game. And it also looks like uh, RuneScape graphics, which I'm perfectly fine with. It's like a 3D RuneScape, uh, but better. Oh, yeah. So The graphics of the game, it's like more of like a, a low-poly 3D uh, kind of thing. So it's not like hyper-realistic by any means. It's kind of, it's more low poly but it's it's nice it works really well with the game mm-hmm. and the background looks good like oh, yeah the, it the definitely backdrop does. the landscape it looks so good oh that is one thing if you look out far into the distance it gets blurry it's also really cool like when you're walking through a forest and you uh, you just look off into the distance and between the trees you just see this giant troll just kind of troll strolling through the through the forest and everything you can see it just faintly like blurred in yeah. the distance and it's it's kind of creepy in that way that you know that like if i go in that direction i'm fucked what does but a troll stroll look like a troll stroll yeah that you know just just stroll strolling how am i supposed to make strolling, it trolling he's like <laughs> swinging his arms out and everything like getting yeah. funky with it yeah he really is everybody clap your hands he will clap. fuck you up your so anyways um yeah my experience with this game was i i have a good t- i had a good time i'm having a good time the beginning is definitely really slow as you're learning how to make things work but as you go you collect more items you start to get more and more things you get to where you uh obviously you're collecting resources better the only criticism that I would really have of this game is finding stuff like tin and bronze. I mean, tin and copper uh, out in the dark woods. Um, kind of once you collect these items, they don't really come back seemingly. So I've had to venture out further and further just to get more and more of this. I think eventually I'm just not going to have any more available to me so i'm just trying to like make all the items that i can before i have to just go so so far out it's not even a point to uh try to have my old settlement anymore i'll just create an entirely new one with better resources that are nearby if i could pack everything up and move i probably would but um overall i i feel like the game is pretty great um i we haven't even beaten the the second boss yet and i'm still collecting resources and items and stuff that thing will fuck you up oh my god (laughs) so the way that thing works is uh something we didn't talk about with the pedestals you'll start a boss fight but if you don't finish it you run away from it that boss fight will still be there so what you've essentially done is you fucked yourself. If you need to go back to that area for anything, you have to basically beat that boss first. Otherwise, he will follow you throughout, and he, you really won't be able to do anything until he's finally defeated. So uh, that's just something that I've noticed out there. So, I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, this is a great game. I plan on continue playing it even after this probably. After a good rubbing one out, I uh, think that'll be it. Oh. 
<laughs> I didn't need that noise. I didn't need that noise from you at all. <laughs> so overall, I'd say I'd give this honestly for an early access game. I would definitely give it like a, a nine out of 10. It's not perfect. There's still some stuff that they're working on, but for an early access game, this is well on its way to being uh, pretty fucking good. Yeah, I dig yeah. it. I really enjoyed it as it's well. Its mechanics are solid. The music is great. <laughs> that is another thing, I guess, is that they need to add more daytime and even nighttime music uh, to it, and that would give us uh, just a little bit of variety here and there. Hey everybody, it's Banjo, and welcome to the first intermission of Season 2 of the Joysticks Lunatics Podcast. Sorry that we've been gone for so long, things have been pretty hectic and busy for every member that's on here, so it's kind of nice that we actually have some time to chill and get back into the swing of things. So, one thing that I want to mention, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, but just in case you missed it, this is switching to a bi-weekly schedule instead of a weekly schedule, and the reason for that is so that we can kind of make sure that this is uh, fitting in pretty well with everybody's schedule. It also gives us more time to focus on the game that we are going to play, as well as edit. So hopefully with the longer time, uh, two weeks instead of one week, we can make this a better quality show for you guys. So really looking forward to all that. Uh, I also want to take a quick second to give a nice warm welcome to Condolences for joining us here on the podcast. Hooray! So, um, this is his first time ever recording with us. We didn't even do a trial podcast for him, so uh, I hope that he did well for you, and I hope he was entertaining enough for you guys. He's going to be sticking around for quite some time, so be sure to give him some love. And uh, with that, I'm actually going to try to cut this, this little brief message short uh, i know that intermission is taking place a little later in the podcast this time around and that's just because we had a lot to say about the game so i i hope you enjoyed it so far and i'm going to end this with a little bit of a outtake that we took at the beginning of the podcast of condolences uh, explaining a nice little story for y'all and uh the rest of the podcast will resume after the outtake and the intermission music so Thank you guys all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. It's This is one of our favorite things to do, and we really hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll be sticking around for a lot longer. So in, enjoy this. I'm sorry. I talk too much. Bye. It's so <laughs> how, was, how, was your, uh, how was your first coitus experience? So is that what we're discussing? No. Everybody tell us about your first coitus experience. Okay. Okay. I got a pretty good one. Okay. Um so uh we were we were we were doing it. Typically. And then I, I flipped her around. You flipped her around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is she, she a go- pancake? <laughs> you got damn right she was. 
I told she her was, to lay flat on me, yeah. and then I spun her around like Did a baby. Did we also blade. tell you that the prerequisite <laughs> is to actually do it with a human woman, not a pancake? No, no, no. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody made these stipulations to begin with, so we ain't starting now, all right? <laughs> Make the rules before I get here. Anyways. So this You're supposed to beat I... that cream so you get to stiff peaks, right? <laughs> Just bring me the syrup, all right? Anyways. So this so pancake. <laughs> <laughs> so me and this pancake, we're getting, getting that, that hot and heavy. I can't fucking do it, dude. <laughs> I can't fucking listen to this shit. <laughs> Anyway, tell I, your I, friends I, this story at a bar. Me and this pancake, man. She got a thick ass. <laughs> she got that thick batter, if you know what she I got, mean. She got that Miss Buttersworth ass. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Jemima booty, all right? <laughs> why is it sticky? <laughs> That's your entire you house. Why. I don't know why, but it is. Yeah, this this is the reason why I even started saying why is it sticky. It's 100% him. Every time he comes over, anything he touches, he's always like, why is it sticky? (laughs) I'll just be walking, and his house is super clean, but I'll be walking, and then just something will just be stuck to my foot. It came out of nowhere. (laughs) I'll touch a pillow, and I get up, and it's just latched onto me. Banjo, how many times have I, I told you not it. to leave your used condoms all over the floor? That's how I mark my territory. What do you expect from me? He's just right. going. <laughs> it's just the Oh, that noise hurt my throat. <laughs> <laughs> was it you slurping down the condom? <laughs> yeah, that was. That's right. Anyways, back to my pancake. <laughs> I flipped this pancake right over, all right? And then I go, I go for insertion. Oh, yeah. My fork, my fork, <laughs> and I there was there was two holes, and I poked the top one on accident, and Miss Jemima flipped around real quick, and she was like, "No!" <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa! It's, just take a little bit. We go, don't worry about it. <laughs> we call that the hole, morning man. coffee. Yeah, so I, I accidentally poked her right in the booty hole, and um, I, I didn't, well, there was no, like, pushing, but it was like, you know, tried to like, show you with my hand. It was like, hand, poke, poke, woo No, I don't know, working. because I've never tried to fuck a pancake before. Long story short, I ate it really good. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Lots of syrup. Good times. Okay, all right. You guys are fucking weird, all right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're weird. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna Wait a move minute. On to How long else. have you known Banjo again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, have I known him? Seriously. I've known him since, like, fifth grade. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And you, you, you think we're I'm weird, sorry. but you, you're surprised? Why? Oh, no, nothing <laughs> surprises me anymore. <laughs> For instance, my name is Pancake. That's right. Oh, you're a Pancake. <laughs> And he got that angel mama boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I've real. seen it. Yeah, that thing's got a, he's got a freaking...
Good God. <laughs> what did I walk into? Everybody retching over here. That's right. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Random thing that I just remembered because you have D&D Dark Alliance on the document. I found out today my dog trainer plays D&D. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I was too shy to mention anything to her about it. She was talking about my husband's shirt. He has a shirt with like some sciencey stuff on it. And she originally went to college for like organic chemistry and stuff. She's like, obviously, I don't do any of that stuff now. But they were talking about it. And she asked him, could she take a picture of his shirt? Because she wanted to look up some of the stuff that was on it. And she's like, so I'm going to finish my D&D character. And then I'm going to look this up. And I was like, oh, and then I got really shy and didn't say another word. <laughs> Did it get like super moist where you were? It, yeah, but I'm always a little moist. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not moist, what are you? Exactly. Dry as a Soggy. fucking bone. Oh, <laughs> Damn, girl, you getting soggy down there? Mm. We call that soupy. You soupy. <laughs> Do you just call it soupy? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh girl, what you gonna do with them soupy draws? I'll tell you right now, if you like slap those thighs and some cream of corn comes out, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be living. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I'm just gonna go straight back to Valheim after this. I'm probably gonna go get me some food. Yeah, I'm gonna get some food and probably play some Valheim with you as well. I never invited you, but okay. Play <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Maybe I won't, maybe I won't play with you now. How does that make you feel? Maybe I was going to beat my meat. You don't know. Maybe I was your meat and I wanted to get beated. <laughs> so is there anything that we wanted to talk about uh, unrelated to everything? Has anybody here ever tried mead before? Oh, no. I, I always wanted to. I know that there was like a Renaissance fair that came that came here and went very recently that I never got a chance to go to. But condolences might be able to interject with that because I'm pretty sure he uh, had a pretty good time. I was reading. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for paying attention. Have you ever tried mead before? Mead? It's it's pretty, pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. Well, like, what does it taste like? Is it like beer or what is it? I feel like I've been caught in a lie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't very difficult. <laughs> no, it's like a beer. It's like a beer. Oh, okay. I've always wondered. Uh, I think my dad had it for a little while, but I never got a chance to try any of it. I definitely want to. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a beer drinker by any means, but it would be a new experience. I've tried several different brands of beer, and there are a few that are okay, uh, but. I would definitely give it a try for sure. I don't know if I would pay $12 for a cup of it though. I would. Would Uh, Guinea, have you ever tried mead before? No, I haven't. You can actually ferment uh, mead in the game Valheim. Uh, You get like a tanker and you can get a barrel uh, and you can ferment uh, mead in there. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know if you can get drunk, not like... uh, not like Sea of Thieves, where you could just get absolutely trashed while you're trying <laughs> to drive the ship. I don't That's need what... to be trashed in Sea of Thieves to crash the ship, okay? Did, did you guys do a review on that game? No, we haven't, actually. We have not. That, that, that would, would be a good one. Another one. Anyways, uh, so what segue are we using for the next 
for the next game. Who wants to talk about the what we're playing in the next podcast? Does it, does anybody want to talk about it? We're gonna do it. We're gonna play a game. We're just gonna do it. We're just gonna play a game. Yeah. No context. Just gonna you know, do it. It's gonna take two people. It's gonna take, <laughs> it, it, it's gonna take two. Uh, it's gonna, for the next podcast, we are going to be talking about the game. It takes two. Uh, this is actually something me and Guinea have already kind of uh, checked out a bit, and we sort of recommend it to uh, Banjo and Condolences here to just uh, kind of check it out and see uh, what they think of it. It is a multiplayer. It's almost like a multiplayer single player, you know, where it almost requires you to have two people, but it's a very linear storyline like a single yeah. player game would be. Uh, so you have to work together to solve puzzles in order to get through levels. It's actually very similar to another game that I played. I just don't remember what it was called. I think it was called a way home. It was about a couple that had to work together. Uh, it was a two player game like that. Yeah. I played a game like that. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but there was a game very similar to that. Oh, wait, hold on. Trying anybody else ever played trying. No. I mean, you can play it by yourself, but you can also play it with others, and you have to control like three separate characters that all have different abilities. And then you progress through the game using their individual abilities. I think you're trying too hard. I might be. I'm <sighs> sorry. Anyways. But anyways, about this game, uh, it takes two. Um, of course, I'm not going to go into any in-depth details that would take away from the podcast where we talk about it, but... I am actually looking forward to playing this just as my entire uh, view on this game is just the steam screenshots. I haven't even watched a video or a trailer or anything about it, but the graphics look pretty dang nice. It looks pretty interesting. I'm pretty excited about playing this. It's going to be a new experience for sure. I'm, I don't know. I guess my predictions are I'm going to fail miserably and probably be, uh, just a horrible burden for anybody I play with, but I'm going to have fun anyway. Condolences, you haven't, I don't think you've seen the game yet, have you? I watched like that little thing that it has on Steam. That's about it. Oh, okay. Do you have any predictions or maybe things that you're expecting to see or anticipations for this game? Um, Just from uh, reading a lot of these reviews, it looks like... Uh, it's going to help me get into a relationship. Um. <laughs> <laughs> is this like, is this like your version of like a dating simulator that's going to train uh, yeah. you? Yeah. Or I is it so. the person that you're going to play with? You're going to hit on the entire time. Well, you know, yeah. I uh, hope so. Local A, local B. Um, <laughs> me and Steve, you know, we've seen, we've seen more than we've wanted to see of each other. That's great. <laughs> We've done things that I'm not proud of, and he probably is. I'm very proud of. <laughs> uh, Mark that I think... off the bucket list. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. And not just well, because yeah. we used the bucket that one time. Me it, it, does, Guinea... it does look fun. Go Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying it does, it does look like it's fun, and the graphics did look really good. Me and Guinea have already played a bit of this, so our sort of expectations are going to be a little different. We've already experienced this game going into it. I wasn't really sure what to expect of it, but uh, I can't wait to talk about it uh, in the next week. 
Uh, Guinea, did you have anything you wanted to say about It Takes Two? I have, I like you said, I've already played it. I didn't really know what to expect either. Whenever I was before I played it, I didn't really think about it that much. I think it was just one of those you were like, "Do you want to play this game?" I was like, "I don't have it." You were like, "You can get it for free." Okay, cool. And then we played it. So, but I am excited to play it again. Cool. Uh, so we were going to talk about Steam reviews that we had found on the game. Yes. Uh, funny Steam reviews you guys just randomly picked out. Yeah. Yeah, I was having trouble finding funny ones, though. This game isn't typically the type of game that people have. Maybe there's just too many reviews. I don't know, but I didn't. Probably. You got to go down pretty far because I had to. I found one. It was uh, by the user Monkey. uh, And he wrote, beat a squirrel's ass and committed wasp genocide. 10 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) I I really enjoyed this one by user Amy Boo, who uh, recommended it. Has (laughs) 15.7 hours on record. And uh, they said, bought it for me and my boyfriend. He broke up with me anyway. Happy face. <laughs> so. I got I got one here from uh, Little Easy. It says, amazing game that I love to play. But my boyfriend that I was playing it with broke up with me a few days after playing this game. A game that's about fixing your relationship. 10 out of 10 game. Zero out of 10 in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, hold on. There's an edit. <laughs> says why do you people think this is funny i wasn't kidding (laughs) (laughs) they got got dark they got dark fast (laughs) uh this is one uh that i think uh is gonna be you two honestly it made me kiss my homie good (laughs) night well i do that anyway so it's perfectly fine that's right that's dang right this so uh this might make us include tongue next time uh, so what's, uh, what's next after this? Well, uh, hold on. I just want one more. Um, the, just, uh, there's one that, cause we all found ones of the people that are recommending it, but there is one by TJ squeak who did not recommend it. This is not recommended. And it just says actual garbage <laughs> <laughs> and they have 0.3 hours on record. But if it's a digital <laughs> game, how is it actual garbage? I know that's that's the thinker. That's the one that's supposed to Curious. leave you thinking at night. Uh, so go go to bed with that one. All I'm thinking about is this tongue kiss. Well, uh, no, <laughs> good game, Regretti. <laughs> oh yeah, I just found one that yes. from Mishka that says, "Well, I wasn't gay, but now I am. I love you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. the gayest thing you've ever done, Steven? What's the gayest thing I've ever done? Do we yeah. want to get into that? No, probably not. We What's probably the... want to move on. We could save that question for the next podcast. That is true. Yeah, but is that Tune really in next something? time where we talk about Banjo's gayest experience he's ever had. <laughs> the answer will shock you. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I'm looking really forward to playing this game. Should be fun. Definitely uh, tune in on the next podcast where we give this game a go and talk a little bit about its history, gameplay, all that good stuff. See if our uh, expectations live up to our experiences. Mm. But I, I, I think that'll uh, that'll about do it for this one. If everybody's okay with that, anybody else have anything that they want to interact with, or are we just gonna put uh, close the close the book on this one? Send it. Close the book. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know what that means, but we're going to do it. You don't want to say it. I'm just telling you, do what you say. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my ADHD brain going on a tangent. But anyway, thank you all so much for listening to the Joysticks Lunatics podcast. Um, I just wanted to let you guys all know that you are fantastic. We really appreciate you. And we have a real care in our hearts for our listeners. If you made it this far, well, good for you. <laughs> right after I said that amazing, beautiful speech. No, but seriously, though, you, you guys' added support and everything for this podcast is fantastic. We really appreciate you downloading and listening to this. It means a lot to us to have our creation listened by listen listened i said listened <laughs> i was in roll with it really by by individuals giving their most valuable resource uh in life their time to uh enjoy this little bit of time with us if you guys want to uh, follow us on our twitter where we probably never post it's at joystick loons I'm going to try to actually be a little bit more attentive to that. So if you guys have any questions or want to message us or add us or anything, you can get a hold of us there. If Twitter's not your style, you can go and contact us via our website, which is joystickslunatics.com. There's also a link to all of our shared social medias in the about page. If you'd like to follow us all individually, or uh, I'll just tell you mine. Mine's at DG on Twitter. Mine's at Overpowered Peach. Mine is at Guinea Pig Poop. That's P E E G. I don't have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's like the shortest country song ever. <laughs> I don't have Twitter. <laughs> but yes, again, thank you all again very much for listening uh if you want to take some time out of your day to leave us a review on apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening to the podcast that has reviews it uh definitely helps us out and welcome w- welcome back to season two i guess yay. yay we're we're back and speaking of being back goodbye bye bye, bye. bye.